Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Dario with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday true car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, Doctor Who fans! Yeah, let that beat drop. Welcome to the Doctor Who After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, talking about Season 8, Episode 3, Robot of Sherwood. I'm Matt Lieberman. Join me on the panel this week. Jesse Klein's here. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Liz Rishmaui's here. What's up? And Zach Wilson's back. Time in trance now. He's just Season really enjoying this, like this, this fat needs, beat. like, random exterminates, like, throwing yeah. it Yeah. Exterminate. 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 No. So, I want to know right off the top, I feel like this episode was very divisive because there were a lot of people when Peter Capaldi was announced mm-hmm. that were excited at the thought of a thoroughly mature, always dark doctor and season. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I disagree because I think an episode like this that is just such a fun romp Let's get out away from all the darkness and all of like the big heavy thematic crap. Not not really crap because I am enjoying it, but like just a fun levity break was exactly what we needed. Oh yeah, especially after last week's episode, which was kind of like for me personally, it was kind of like wah wah, mm-hmm. you know, and and him being very serious and realizing his hatred and stuff. So it was nice to get that. Okay, good. Even though he, you know, he's now a new doctor, mm-hmm. he's still the same doctor. You yeah. Know? Uh, I I kind of disagree. All right, no, no tell us tell us why. I just like I, there again was like a cartoon moment in this episode. Oh, there were a couple, and yeah. it's like I don't. <laughs> 
Like, I don't... I, I, I like Fun Doctor, but I like Fun Doctor when it feels like it's earned or it feels like the story kind of lends itself to that. And I felt like this was kind of, like, forcing, like, a goofiness on the Doctor's character and, like... I, I I don't know. I like with the older Doctor episodes when it was goofy, like it felt like it was part of was an overall genuine. theme, and it was like genuine. This felt really like it was forced on us. What? Do we have a random Dalek in the studio? Oh, I I'm think sorry. No. Is my opinion not popular? Daleks? Yeah. Is think, it not popular, Dalek? I think he was just late to the whole when you thought the song deserved some oh, exterminate. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Usually oh. Daleks agree with me. Yeah. yeah. What do so. you think, Zach? Um, I I like the episode. I think that I disagree that it's the same Doctor because this. If you were to put like let's say Tennant or Smith's Doctor into mm-hmm. this situation, they're not questioning the existence of Robin Hood so much. Like, he's oh. very... there's so He's a cynical doctor. Well, I, yeah. dis, I disagree on that, but they wouldn't hate on him at the same time. Yeah. Matt, Matt Smith's doctor would be excited. So oh, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Robin right. Hood. Not, Robin not Hood. that Scapoli, like, this can't be real. I refuse to accept silly man that also, this is real. Don't mistake what I mean by when I say same doctor. I just mean the elements of the fun goofiness that we yeah. got with other doctors, even in their own, portrayed in their own way with Tennant mm-hmm. and, and um, uh, Christopher Eccleston. Eccleston. Yeah. You know, like, it's that that goofiness that we haven't seen with Capaldi yet that they put in here. Not that they're the same, because they're all different yeah. in their yeah. own way. But, that, but I think it's know. important that every doctor should be able to have these fun moments. But it's not yeah. necessarily... Yeah. The, it's not necessarily... The doctor is having fun. It's we're having fun watching his discomfort at fun around yes. him. Yeah. And that's that's I think the key Ha-ha. difference is like he's no longer like I'm having hey guys, we're gonna go out and gonna put on a fancy hat and we're gonna have a fun time in Sherwood. It's yeah. what's what's going on here? I'm gonna find it and I'm not gonna be a curmudgeonly about it. Yeah. The you whole cut time. my button off. For sure, like Smith would have been excited that something that shouldn't exist does. Yeah. Because like, that's that an been... exciting surprise. I've seen yeah. everything, but this is a surprise. Yeah. 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 But, Whereas I, I'd also argue that Tennant's Doctor would be outwardly excited and quietly examining and seeing yeah. why is this messed up. Yeah. Um, here's, here's, and uh, you know, I just, com- in, if we're doing the comparison game, mm-hmm. what I liked about this episode, it f- made me uh, feel like uh, the second Doctor a little bit, Patrick Troughton, who was the first to kind of introduce some clowniness to it. There were elements um, elements of that here. There were elements of John Pertwee's Doctor, especially in this sword versus spoon fight, <laughs> which called back to his Doctor, who was very, like, you know, judo flip, kung fu-y, James Bond kind of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and also another older, older Doctor, probably the oldest Doctor. I might be getting that wrong. Yeah. Don't crucify me, people. But I, I think, though, the whole thing about 
about him refusing to believe that there is a doctor, it made or sense. Or refusing to believe that there is a I'm Robin sorry, Hood. Yeah, yeah. Refusing to believe there's a Robin Hood, it, it made sense near the end of the episode, though. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, oh, like, and the legend and the story. and yeah. Like, it, it came into play later. So if that wasn't for it coming into play later, I think it would have been, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll get we'll get into that in a minute. I want to I wanna back up to the beginning, and then we'll take this thing the whole way through. So at the top, we once again have the doctor working away on his chalkboard. Uh, working away at what we think is him trying to figure out a way back to Gallifrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he offers to Clara, anywhere you want to go in time and space, let's go. And one of the things that really excited me about this episode is it's been a while since we've done a pure let's go back in time episode. That's which true. are yeah. always my favorites. Yeah. yeah. Almost universally. Because we get to meet someone from history or from legend, we get to send them up in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, and bring sci-fi into an environment that it shouldn't exist. Uh, was Impossible Astronaut the last time we really dealt with historic events? Yeah. there. Well, we we had the Daleks take Manhattan mm-hmm. in Season 7, but it wasn't really about history. We just were there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've gone back. We've been in Victorian times plenty yeah. right. recently, but not like a historic event or like person or yeah. specific. Yeah. No historic personage. Of, uh, of any repute. And every historic person always super cool with the fact that aliens exist and robots <laughs> exist. Yeah. Like Robin Hood's like, oh, robots with crosses that they burn lasers into us? Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I'm going to stab him now. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can take him. Well, I guess it's like he's so far removed from the technology that it's just magic. It's yeah. just so magic. So it doesn't matter. He just, like, assumes that magic is a thing. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. But, but every person yeah. in the past is okay with the fact that magic exists. Yeah. Yeah. They come to terms pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like I could do Sorcery. it too. Yeah. I feel like I'd figure so, it out. So, uh, you know, Clara's like, look, okay, so there's always been this one person that I've always wanted to meet, and you're going to tell me that he doesn't exist, but I want to meet Robin Hood. And he's like, Robin Hood? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, he doesn't exist. And she's like, come on. And he's like, fine. So... Uh, can, t- can I just talk about how cool the TARDIS looks right now? Like, it was very yeah. Like, there was like the uh, like the bookshelves and stuff mm-hmm. like that up there. Like yeah, I love was, the bookshelves. It was really cool. I would yeah. say, with the exception of like two notable effect shots, this is a very well shot episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. very stylishly directed. That whole sequence in the TARDIS at the top is, I think, one of my favorites. It's my favorite way that this uh, TARDIS has looked since the change in the snowmen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really was resistant yeah. to the cool blue TARDIS, and it feels very warm now. Like you said, very lived in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like they could live there. It doesn't feel like this, like, stark reality, which yeah. just never worked for me for a TARDIS. We knew we just needed a couple of bookshelves. I, w- I would love to see more stuff inside the TARDIS. I know mm-hmm. we've seen, like, them stuck inside it and stuff like that. I'd love I want to see, see the, the freaking swimming pool. Yeah, I was about to say, the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. where all of the clothing is, like all yeah. that kind of yeah. stuff. It'd be cool to see, like just a tour through the TARDIS. How about a room that's just not a corridor? Yeah. How about let's just do <laughs> yeah. an inside the TARDIS episode with no corridors whatsoever? <laughs> impossible. Where it's was impossible. River consummated? Yeah. <laughs> let's, where was River consummated? Where let's was River consummated? Yeah. No. Let's jettison that room <laughs> in a corridor. Yeah. yeah. It was a corridor. So uh, <laughs> they land. Uh, they didn't make it. They land in Nottingham. Uh, and uh, the doctor is stunned to discover 
that Robin Hood does exist, as played by uh, Tom Riley of uh, Da Vinci's Demons. Mm-hmm. And I love this kind of like very over the top portrayal, which ultimately is grounded in some very real stuff. Yeah. Namely, that he has to keep himself laughing because his life is so tragic. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and that's why he's always going, ha 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 ha. That's just banter. That's yes. not, that's not a joke. <laughs> but it's well, so funny. And though. it pays off so well at the end of the episode where mm-hmm. he's like, we're both just pretending to be heroes. Ha ha. Yeah. Like he clearly does like, that's why I'm always laughing is it's mm-hmm. helped to, pr- to pretend that I'm a hero. Yeah. yeah. And like show that I'm a good guy even if I'm not. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, one cool thing to note. Arrow zooms into the TARDIS. He pulls the arrow out, and the hole fills itself up. Yeah, it was cool. yeah. Um, what I didn't do you think? That's that, the second time around. It was yeah. awesome. Is that just the chameleon circuit at work, or, or what? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's a it's a pretty protected ship. I mean, the fact that yeah. it went into it at all is is more surprising. Questionable, yeah. <laughs> right? I okay, mean, but then again, every time it gets really damaged. It it actually pretty it pretty quickly like fixes itself even if it takes you know throughout the doctor's it's usually when the doctor's regenerating but like I feel like for something like a little nick like that I feel like it'd be like Boop, like it would just yeah. fix itself it makes sense that it would just take two seconds if you it, know if it can fix itself from the Titanic crashing yeah. itself into you know? it like I feel like an arrow <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna question yeah. it and I guess it does make sense with the chameleon surrogate because it would be mimicking wood mm-hmm. since the original boxes were made of wood exactly mm-hmm. so it would it would get hit by the arrow and then. And, like, as soon as it's gone, fix itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the doctor is just stunned at, at this guy being here. And, of course, Clara comes out looking resplendent in, mm. in, in this gown and this uh, funky forehead thingy. It's not, but it's like not a tiara because it's like it doesn't go all the way around her head. That's what you call it in Sailor Moon. It's a tiara. Right. It's like spirit gummed. Yeah, spirit gummed with like these chains. Listen, folks, if you know anything about headwear, please tweet at us and tell (laughs) us what that thing is. Yeah. Matt's uh, phone is dead, but the rest of us, you can go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's let's throw out some Twitter handles right now because my phone's dead. So, Jesse. Yeah, you can find me at JessKlein1, J-E-S-S K-L-E-I-N, the number one. Okay, and Zach? Uh, that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And Liz? I'm Lizzie Maui, L-I-Z-Z-Y M-A-W-Y. Okay, so uh, obviously she's thrilled to meet this guy and he's just kind of, I love this line of like, do you have any more in there? Like, <laughs> like, Whoa. Um, that was fun. That you was know, um, and this is also a little weird that she has the exact same hairstyle as, as Maid Marian. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little weird, or maybe. how fast it was that she went like because she wasn't in the TARDIS for that long. Getting like, I'm sorry, yeah. like, it took me forever to do my hair today. There's no way, but anyway, Clara's really fast. We saw what she did in Victorian England. That's it's true. true. By she's, herself, she's real fast. By like, like nine in the morning, she's real fast. I feel, I feel like Clara probably had her Robin Hood adventure outfit already planned. Mm-hmm. It's just like just in case they went on a Robin Hood adventure, right? But the curlers, the sheer hair she had work. Those planned. Okay, all fine, planned. fine, fine, fine. The extensions. Planned extensions. Okay, planned extensions. Um, so we have this great dual sequence, which I thought was just very well choreographed and shot. And yeah, a lot of fun. The Doctor, uh, I, I was doing um, on the TV show show on SourceFed Nerd earlier today, um, we were having kind of an argument about whether or not, you know, this was goofy to have the Doctor fighting this guy with a spoon. <laughs> um, but I thought it honestly, it proved just how adept he is. I love the, yeah. the what was the glove? He's like, I'm the Doctor. Yeah. Like yeah. the glove for and there's no a reason. subtle. He subtly gives him the middle finger when he's yeah. pulling this glove on, <laughs> yeah. um, and it just goes to show, like you know, 
this guy can come at me with it whatever he wants. I'm so well trained. I can fight this guy off with a spoon and win. Yeah. I'm toying with you right now. Very Android. different than the broadsword fight with uh with the, the cigarettes. Christmas, yeah, the yeah. Christmas special. Yeah. And yeah. just like that like he doesn't need a weapon to yeah. fight. Like he do, he use he doesn't need a gun to fight he, mm. or to war to wage war. He just yeah. uses himself. And it yeah. once again, uh, this episode is about establishing when this sh- when this show does comedy from now on, mm. the role of the doctor in that comedy is as the curmudgeon and as the person who does not want to be a part of the fuss. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of being the guy who's inciting all the fun that everyone else has to deal with, uh, he's dealing with everyone else and he's miserable. And that's still funny. He's mm. now the straight man to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which honestly means that everyone else has to be a bit more ridiculous, which is one of the reasons why I think some people didn't like this episode is because some of the people in it were pretty ridiculous, namely Robin Hood and his Merry Men. Um, so uh, we meet the we meet the Merry Men uh, and oh, yeah, scene. yeah. So he's introducing everybody. Did anyone catch like a weird sexual vibe when he introduces Little John? When he's like, um, and this is John Little. Little John, we've shared many adventures together. And I got like this weird, like, is he trying to like incite a weird threesome between the three of them? And that's, uh, it's only me. I'm the only only person. Watch it again. Watch it again. I just watched it. Watch it a third full time. I just watched it. Fine. Like literally coming straight off. Fine, it. I'm fine. Fresh fine. off it. Matt, these are very manly men. <laughs> They're men in tights. In their tights. Tight tights? Tight tights. Yeah. They run uh, around the forest. Tights. They look for fights. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I love the bit where he's like, so, it's not possible for you to have this many diseases. Yeah, oh you would be dead in six <laughs> months. But what? I am real. Oh, bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> And I just love, like, the entire scene, like, they each, it wasn't, like, the same thing to each character. Yeah. It was literally, it was the hair, it was, this isn't a sandal! Yes, it is. And yeah. then the blood, and, and yeah. I like that it was a little different for each of them, and he's just being weird and Being a doctor, eating everything. an apple, and then looking, looking at, at the apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, something's gotta be wrong. Yeah. It's way too temperate in Nottingham this time of year. It was too temperate. Yeah. Way too temperate. Have you ever been to Nottingham? Not temperate. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Some would say inclement. Ooh. Mm. Mm. $5 word. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we are introduced to, for the first time to uh, the sheriff of Nottingham um, who is uh, stealing all the gold and nothing else. Oh all the gold and all of the, the comely wenches and really just anyone who's able-bodied uh, armed with his many knights who turn out to be robots with crosses <laughs> on their faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorcery. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think uh, of this villain? I, I, I had fun with his performance. Yeah. yeah. I thought he did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm very... I mean... You know, you've seen many versions of Robin Hood. You've seen many versions of the sheriff. And I think it, it was portrayed perfectly to what they needed for the episode. He wasn't too yeah. goofy, but there yeah. were some moments. And, you know. They decided on a tone. Yeah. They decided well, they on a tone they committed. With him killing uh, yeah. an old man. Yeah. Well, that, that's the that's a weird thing. Where he kills an old man, mm-hmm. and then later in the episode, he comically punches a robot and it hurts his hand. Yeah. It's like, ow. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. forgot it was a robot. Yeah, for a hot second, he which thought, is like... He thought it was a fleshy human at first. And then he was he like, wait, yeah. no, you're one of those robots I've been commanding <laughs> but, all this but time. But even if it wasn't with... a robot, it's in armor. 
Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's yeah. really not like, smart. Even striking a human in armor, it's going to hurt. Armor hurts. Armor hurts. It's it's sort of its hurtful. job. Yeah. Every armor hurts sometimes. Emotional armor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all put it up. We do. Yeah. I want to talk about Clara in this episode Let's because <laughs> this episode to me is the perfect illustration, not only of like the most encouraging thing about this season, but of why we needed to get Clara with a doctor who wasn't so mm-hmm. handsome. Yeah. Um, because as soon as we got rid of uh, the romantic plot line and the impossible girl plot line, she gets to act and she gets to react mm-hmm. realistically. And we realize, <coughs> oh yeah, this is a woman who's incredibly intelligent yeah. and mm. really self-sufficient. And she's very much the hero of this episode. Yeah. The doctor doesn't do much. Mm-mm. What he does is he opens a door and he looks at a computer and then he talks. Yeah, <laughs> She's the only person really playing this game properly. Yeah, yeah. that interrogation scene was great. I love great. Where, where she played the sheriff and was like, oh yeah, those star men and like mm-hmm. really making it like... Thought the explosion it looked like fell from the sky. Yeah, and- I'd say it's more a crash than anything, mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. I <gasps> thought, yeah. I thought she really that that scene was really exciting, uh, just to see her kind of play the sheriff like that. Yeah, like and using idiot. her womanly, you know, ways yeah. about her, knowing that he finds her attractive, and also mm-hmm. using his obviously he has a very big ego about himself. Yeah, you know, so maybe I'm stepping in a bear trap, but I would say Amy couldn't do that. Uh, she wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't see her going about it the same way. Yeah, I think Amy would be much more like she'd grabbing like, knives and mm-hmm. trying to stab. Him yeah, like them. I, I think she'd like, be like tough, you know, yeah. like yeah, she plays Scottish. a strong, a strong face. <laughs> Clara yeah. just like has it going, yeah. I, and I she liked her. Doe eyes. I liked her in this episode, mm-hmm. but I still. She doesn't have any stakes for me Mm-mm. right now, and that's mm. what—that's the thing that she's missing. Is that since we finished the Impossible Girl storyline, she has had no stakes in any of this. Like yeah. beyond, I want to meet Robin Hood. What else drove this story? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was set up in the first episode of the season. The doctor asked her to take care of him and to keep him centered and to to be his carer to make sure that you know. He has somebody because he's very vulnerable right now and scared. Yeah, we, we need some reminders of that though. Yeah, in, I, it, like in story. But I, we got stuff. some reminder of it even last episode where you know she she told him, you know, was that the lesson learned? Is that what she learned? All Daleks are evil, need to be yeah. destroyed. Like she she has been keeping him in tra- in yeah. check. Last episode, but I but if that's going to be like the major theme of this season, that needs to be more prevalent. Like you can't just forget about it. For I a don't week. think they did forget about it no. because in this episode, she's she's basically saying, "Why do you have to doubt everything? Wonder is still out there. You haven't seen everything. You don't know everything about the universe." I love the line where he said, "When did you start believing in impossible heroes?" And she said, "Isn't that obvious?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really loved that scene. That was I, a good scene. It was a really good like moment, like line in every. Thing, when they connect there, like seeing her warm up to him and remember that he is the doctor still and all this other stuff, those moments I really like appreciate. But this is what it boils, but like it was, st- and that's true, 
But that's about the doctor. It's not about Clara. Clara doesn't show any progression as she goes through that. In ter- it, she helps the doctor, but I want to see her have to struggle with something. She's not struggling right now. I'm sure right we'll now. get there. I mean, it's yeah. only the third season. I, or just, third episode. I mean, based on, without getting spoilery, based on the preview of next week's episode, oh I feel like they're both in for some serious struggle next week. I will fight people to come in next week. Okay. That's that's a promise you can take to the bank. Okay. Uh, same here. You would also fight people? <laughs> with a yeah. spoon. With a spoon? Would you fight no, with a spoon? No, I'd just, I'd bring a sword. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> probably a smarter tactic. I'll win. What yeah. about a big spoon? Uh, Ooh, all right, so we Just got. I want to move on. <laughs> We've got this tournament, which is obviously a trap, and I loved this sequence yeah. um, with the with the sheriff, Robin Hood, and the doctor all one upping each other uh, through their prowess at archery. Um, and you know, it was a little silly, but fun. Who else wanted someone to yell out? He split Robin's arrow in twine. <laughs> yes, I did. That's all I was thinking the entire time. For like the next five minutes, it, like, it was just like, yeah. That's all I wanted. I just wanted one like nod to Robin Hood men in twice, tights and tights and tights and tights, and that's it. I just wanted someone to yell, "He split Robin's arrow in twine." In that yeah, exact copy, that, yeah, yeah exactly. in that exact accent. That poor accent. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, some people on Twitter were kind of like, "Wait." Wait a second. The Sonic can't do anything to wood, and it certainly can't blow it up. So how did he blow up? Uh, it makes sense, though, because later on he said he put a tracking yeah. device in the arrow exactly. and he self-detonated I was, it. I was getting to that, and you're, you got it first. And did it, didn't... Yeah, well, do not I might me. be I might <laughs> be not remembering things correctly, but didn't we then find out that the Sonic can do stuff to wood? Have, haven't there been episodes where, like, he has done stuff to Wood with the Sonic? Like, he figured out how to vibrate it or something like that. I don't that. know. Oh, well, like, he could, in the, in the 50th, if they, if he spent, like, 400 years yeah. calculating yeah. a frequency, frequency of, yeah. Yeah. right, then he would get yeah. it. But that's time But it has to be yeah, the sure. same door with the same Sonic, and yeah. he, that, and it certainly wouldn't make it explode. It wouldn't make it explode? I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> It was funny. That's <laughs> right. I forgive you. Ooh. Whatever. Douglas don't want me. I, no, well, I this is it. a thought, though. We talked about before. The, the tree of Oregon. <laughs> the TARDIS is mimicking wood. I guess it's mimicking. Yeah. But it's like... It's not actually wood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So, the prize for this, this tournament is a golden arrow. Yes. Which... As we learn later in the episode, oh, God. is just enough gold to <laughs> kickstart a spaceship all the way into orbit. Were they only at eighty uh, something percent when they launched? How did that little thing of gold make it go to a hundred? Well, how did it sticking in the side? How did it? Yeah, <laughs> stabbing into the side how, of an yeah. engine. How difficult, how difficult would it have been to just have it go into like, like a, a little like hole? Engine, a yeah, I was thinking it was like I wanted like, like use the force, yeah. Robin, and right. just like get into that little. Like instead, they showed it sticking to the side, and somehow that perfect. Was, that was like just it like bullseye. It damaged an engine. Yeah. And that was like, it fixed the problem. Right. And it's honestly, it's less gold than any of those gold platters that mm-hmm. they used to bounce the lasers around earlier in the episode. Probably not. I'll bet you those gold platters were like mostly copper copper yeah. and stuff with a little oh. bit of gold plating. I don't think the gold, that, if it was just all gold, I don't think it would have been able to reflect the... Uh, 
don't well, know. I don't think any of them would have been able to reflect lasers. <laughs> but it was pretty if, cool. If it was solid right? gold, yeah. it's probably a lot of gold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, then again, I don't think anybody would be really be able to hold it up in front of them without. I mean, would, they've all been battered and, and working all those. It hours. also would not fly. Solid gold. Did the, did the gold. <laughs> did the gold plates that they were melting it into, which was very specific looking, that they needed to fuel the thing? Did it? Did anyone else get like a fires of Pompeii vibe? From yeah, that? from those matrices. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Uh, I was I was like, oh, are we going to get a callback to that? That would be really exciting because that was a Peter Capaldi Just episode. like, yeah, just see him in yeah. like a robe for two seconds and then it cuts to the scene or he's like, wait, what was that? Yeah. Bad editing. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, well, it was interesting because they're melting it down to like really specific Yeah, it, looked like, it almost looked like a microchip of some sort. Yeah, and then apparently just, they could have just been throwing gold yeah. on top of their ship. Yeah. Yeah. They well, could have just like been throwing it in the cargo hold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why melt it? Well, it was clearly a microchip. That was yeah. my big question. It's like, well, it's the, not. It a, it's it's a chip. It's not micro because it's huge. It's macro. <laughs> it's macro. It's a macro it's chip. It's a macro chip. Yes. Yeah. Um, but like, they didn't seem to. In, we never saw them like install that as like, into, nope. like a, they, an expansion slot. It's just or, fuel. Yeah, but it, it's just fuel. It wouldn't have added to the story. I don't think. No. Especially with a freaking bullseye yeah. target. Wouldn't. So following the uh, the tournament. Uh, we reveal that the knights are in fact these kick-ass robots <laughs> with super cross lasers. Christbots. Christbots, Christ if you yeah. will. Yeah. Um, or crusaders. Um, and uh, that's that's what I that's what I call them because yeah. the crusaders were yeah. Christian. Um, yeah, and, yeah. That's, and the crusades were going on at this time. At this exact time. Yeah, that's uh, where King Richard was. Was yeah, yeah. Someone who had trained. Who had trained, uh, because he, when he was talking about people who, like, taught him how to fight with a sword, he mentioned Richard the Lionheart. Yeah. Yeah. It's the truth. I thought you were gonna, like, kiss him just now. You're getting turned on by his knowledge. I was just very curious. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) would you think Richard would have mentioned Robin of Loxley when they were learning how to fight together? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, so, so, uh, there's a great line from the doctor, which is like, the best way to learn an enemy's plans is to get captured. Which, yeah. if you've seen any movie or TV show, is the truth. Yeah. Or this show. Or any Doctor Who. Or this show. Any Doctor Who episode. Yeah. Uh, and I love, you know, that straight, direct call out to the audience. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so the three of them are chained up, and just Robin and the doctor are having this delightful little pissing match. <laughs> yeah. Um, stop laughing. Please stop laughing. God. Oh my god. The yeah. die slower contest is, yeah. was really funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just, when he first started moaning, I just, I'm like, is he like trying to go Super Saiyan? Like, I don't, like, ah, like in the beginning of it when he was trying to moan and stuff. Yeah, sure. So funny though. Not the yeah. least gullible guard of all time. Well, yeah. Of course they have to be, it has to be the guard that looks like, you know, with the bad, really overly bad teeth and the, the, the most the distinct Cockney accents, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. Uh, uh, in that Clara thing, uh, there was a great word, Gillum Free, where mm-hmm. he was talking about all of the all of the stuff that he found in the doctor's pockets. Mm-hmm. It was like it's like there's a bunch of Gillum Free. It's like never heard that word. before. Never heard that word. It sounds really a lot like Gallifrey. It sounds a lot like Gallifrey. Yeah, but Guys, it's not. The sheriff knows where Gallifrey is. Uh-huh. And he's dead. <laughs> oh man, it was right in front of our faces yeah. this he's whole not time. Dead. He could have gone to the uh, the Doctor. promised land, promised which land. we'll get to in a second. Well. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, so Clara gets taken uh, to to meet with uh, sheriff the sheriff mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
uh, Robin and the doctor are left to figure out how to get out of this prison. So uh, the doctor gets Robin to start moaning like he's in pain. The guard comes in. Um, and the doctor just is such a dick in this in this in this scene where he's just basically like, oh yeah, he gets this way so anytime scared, he's scared. Nervous breakdown. You know, he's probably soiled himself. You know, he's just his face when yeah. he said soiled himself though. Yeah, he, oh, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like you dick. Uh, and then he headbutts him. Great move. And then of course they fight like children over who can get the keys first, knocking them into a drain like idiots. And then they did what they probably should have done in the first place, which was pick up the block and just walk away with it. Genius. Mm. Um, seeking a blacksmith, a smithy shop, if you will, to get rid of these chains. Um, and the doctor makes a makes a joke. Uh, what did, what did he say he was going to do? Like make some sort of antique. Doesn't thing. yeah, it doesn't matter. But Robin loved it. He loved yeah. it. Robin he was like, really "That it wasn't even was, that funny." Like, but it was yeah. funny. I mean, yeah. at least yeah. he was laughing at something that was actually funny. So. Right. <laughs> um, in their travels, they discover a weird-looking spaceship door, and they go inside, <laughs> and, and it's the a spaceship. Finally, something that makes sense or yeah. it's normal, or, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, and he looks into their computer banks. He finds out where they were going. They were going to the Promised Land. Mm. Another. Robot looking for the promised land, and it looked like it was a planet mm-hmm. behind the the words "promised land." Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so whether or not that planet is in fact real is very interesting, and it seems like a lot of people know about it. Yeah. And now the doctor sees a correlation. Yeah. He I, knows that it's a pattern. I wonder if it's been in other Doctor Who episodes, like throughout time, where just like someone has mentioned it offhand, like a robot or something like that. Hmm. And we just haven't noticed it. That'd be awesome. Hmm. That would be awesome. I haven't personally I noticed it, it but uh, we, should, we should check. Nerds of the internet. Yeah. To, Send- <laughs> to the Doctor Who Wiki. Yes. Send us your words. Send us your tweets. Fill us with knowledge and plenty of sweets. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to take a quick break and talk about iTunes. Mm, speaking um, of sweets. Yeah. Folks, you know, if you love this podcast, and I'm sure you do because you're listening to it, we really appreciate your support. We here at AfterBuzz TV, we put out between 60 and 80 hours of content what? a week. It's a crazy, staggering amount of stuff. It's all free. It's all on iTunes. It's all on YouTube. Uh, it's all on Stitcher. And, you know, what could you do if you were feeling, uh, you know, in the mood to help us out? You go to iTunes. doesn't cost a dime. You rate and review any of the shows that you watch on YouTube, that you listen to on iTunes. It really helps us out here. It's how we're able to get sponsors that fund our network. It's how we're able to get guests for all of our shows. And it makes our shows more searchable so that more people will uh, uh, enjoy our wonderful content. It's also the only way that your voice can be heard by us uh, here at the show so that we know how you feel about what we're doing. Thank you. Um, unfortunately, my phone is dead. I would do some shout-outs. You got shout-outs, Yeah, I've right. got it. No, you're going to say the one that I got because it was tweeted to both of us. No. Oh, well, uh, this is from uh, Tony Schmidt. Oh, good. Uh, he says, uh, I look forward to your show every Monday or Tuesday. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan, and your show helps me understand plot points, theories, characters, etc. that I might have missed um, after my second viewing. Your show helps me be the smartest Doctor Who fan amongst my friends. Keep Aww. up the good work. Thanks, Thanks. Tony. It's always Thanks, great Tony. to be the biggest nerd in the room. It's true. Yeah. Um, DJ Bisongo, Bisog- uh, uh, a podcast so action-packed you can't even blink. Uh, and then he, he says, I was pleased with myself for that one. I'm sure you were, man. <laughs> Good job, um, Loving the show, my favorite part is that the hosts have different opinions and can argue their side without just whining about. Personally, I'm feeling positive about the direction this season is going, although I'm writing this like four hours before Sherwood comes on, so knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. Uh, is it real wood or is it just the chameleon circuit? I don't know. Here, wait. So you had a tweet that yeah, you wanted to talk tweet. about? Somebody just wanted to point out uh, it was uh, Ryan uh, Whittleson. R- Ryan Whittleson, friend of the show. Yes. Yeah. And he just wrote to Zach and I. He said, fun fact, the first doctor met Richard the Lionhearted in the Crusades. Ah, oh. yes. So, one of the early serials. Maybe so, you should cover it on uh, on Doctor Who Classic. Perhaps I will. Yes. Uh, maybe he's like... There's like two doctors on the same exact planet at the same exact yeah. time. Like he's just paradox. Like, no, well they, they don't interact they, with each they other. Interact, but like, what if Richard comes back from the Crusades? Like, oh yeah, I met this crazy doctor, and then like, no way, I met this crazy doctor. Was yours gray? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, must be the same guy. Blue box. Yeah, he was with this hot girl named Clara. Was he no, Scottish? that's not right. He was with his granddaughter. Hmm. I love the line about him. Like, I love that we're getting little quips about him being Scottish more. Like yeah. when he's like, yeah. "You're very ghost pale, ghostly pale." It's a Scottish thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I. I don't know. We were getting like little shout outs of his, his Scottishness throughout the series. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of content with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also like that, you know, like unlike, uh, you know, Eccleston, every planet has a north. They just yeah. keep outright saying, no, he's Scottish. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Maybe it's just me, but has Clara's accent this episode seemed different? Or is it just because it's been so long since I've been watching the episodes and I was actually paying more attention to her this episode that I noticed her accent? I don't know. I didn't notice it. I almost feel like her accent, it's just a little different. And I don't know if it's just me or maybe it's because she's working with someone who has a Scottish accent that it rubs off differently because that's how I am. So Maybe, uh, and this is just me throwing this out shot in the dark, maybe she was kind of putting it on a little more affected this week like she did in The Snowmen. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. It just seemed a little more um, not as proper British, London British. It seemed a little more... BBC Brit. Cockney. I don't know. I'm I'm not a professional with these accents. Um, So there's something I want to talk about. I want to know if anyone here at this table felt that the episode would have had more heft to it if Robin did turn out to be a robot. Uh, because I I came to believe in that scene in the uh, in the spaceship when he was accusing him of being a robot, I, I really wanted it to happen. Because to have this guy who was so secure in who he was and who had, you know, all these memories and of his lady love, to discover that he had been an instrument of evil, that all the good things he had done were just to distract people from what was really going on, would have been a really intense emotional arc for this guy to play. I I, I would have thought that, and I was almost thinking, but the whole thing, like, I knew the girl that was captured was, was uh, Maid Marian. Like, I, mm-hmm. I just knew right off the bat, like, okay, that has to be her, otherwise, what's the point of focusing her specifically? Oh, of course! You just yeah. got it. I just got it. I was like, how did they, how did he just discover Maid Marian? No, was, I missed that, too, no, until just this whoa. moment. Really? So. Yeah. The Quails, like, the, the dad's name was Quail. Like, that was, like, from the stories. Well, I didn't get that. I didn't recognize that, but I just like, I knew because it was like, what is the point of her specifically being captured in this moment? What is the point? She has to be made Marion. And then him finding her in the thing, like, no. But that's the reason that I didn't think he was a robot because why make her just for him? You know right, what I mean? Like, right. it doesn't make any sense. People love a love story. Yeah, I mean, if she was really missing, like, when yeah. he's like, I lost her, I don't know where she went, and there was no Marion, then yes, I would have assumed that he was a robot with these fake uh, memories. Right. But, but to your point, I did really want him to be a robot. I thought yeah. that would have been a really interesting kind of arc. And to see Robin choose to be a hero, even though he knows that he is 
not for good, mm-hmm. and that he, he is kind of taking this Bokanon kind of character. Like, I think that would have been really interesting. Yeah, to and see. to have him have to, like, you know, persevere and continue on this planet and continue yeah. doing what he's doing yeah. to make up for the fact that he was an instrument of evil. And Yeah, uh, yeah it would have been more intense. Would it have fallen too close to last week's episode? With a little bit with the, yeah. you're programmed for evil, but yeah. you don't have to be evil. Like I said, I didn't really get a chance to even ponder the, the possibility because of the whole Marion thing, yeah. but I think that if he was a robot and wasn't destroyed by the end of the episode, then it wouldn't make sense because you would think, well, w- couldn't he technically keep going and actually exist throughout the centuries? Right. Yeah. You know, so like there was too much factoring in that it wouldn't have worked unless he got destroyed at the end. And, God. and then he starts adding flesh to himself to become more. And then and becomes more. a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he becomes Bicentennial Man. Or yeah. he gets lowered into a vat of, mo- of molten uh, metal gold. with gold. Yeah, gold. molten gold <laughs> and does this. No, but he has one thumb up yeah. like the Terminator. Yeah. It might be a mixture of that and, like, the birth of the Joker. (laughs) Right. Uh Or he, like, just leaves, but the tales of Robin Hood live on from just the time up till now. Exactly. I I was also thinking that maybe there was, like, some weird... some weird temporal thing that would happen where it's like you can continue living but people can never know you actually existed like I thought that might have been a thing that happens as well because that seems like something that happens in Doctor Who episodes right and then he just hides in the caves you know and does you know a little daring do then hides again yeah exactly you know and has to become like a rebel a loner I like the way it ended out though yeah (laughs) I like like the way it ended out though yeah I thought it was fine yeah uh, it would have been cool if he was a robot. Yeah, though. but it, but ultimately, it would have gone against what the doctor was supposed to learn this yes. week. Yes. Which is, you know, that you can believe in things, that they can be real, uh, and that, you know, just because someone is a hero and a legend doesn't mean that they aren't a real person who's got demons like you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and that if we inspire enough people to take up our cause, then we maybe we are good people. Yeah, or they yeah. can put they can become heroes in our name or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. And what and what what makes good? Is that that theme of like what's what makes you a good person mm-hmm. is continue it's continued through that. Like which, which, are you, is it your deeds or is it your legend? The, the story that gets told about you yeah. Yeah. makes you good, or does it not even matter? And that's kind of Robin Hood's wheelhouse, is he did something that like technically is bad, he stole from people, but he did it for a good reason. Yeah. Like, he took people's property from them, but he did it so that poor people could eat and mm-hmm. yeah. exist. Well, yeah, but I mean, like you said, I mean, it's just the whole idea, like, even if you're not the perfect hero, being a hero to someone, like he even said, you know, you're Clara's hero, yeah. to invoke that inspiration in someone, even if, if people don't know all the bad things about you, but they want to be just like you, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean, but you're in, you're inspiring people to do good, to become heroes themselves, and to do good because of you. Yeah. So don't focus so much on the fact that you're this imperfect being that isn't, you know, like, you don't think you're good. As long as you're, you know, promoting the positivity, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about this week? Is there anything that you feel like we haven't really covered? I feel like we got a lot of it. I'm really interested to see where they're going to go with that whole promised land thing. Yeah. Well, let's let's yeah. talk about it in predictions. No, let's do it. Key predictions. Sometimes there's a sound the effect. The AfterBuzz TV predictions. predictions. Yeah. And there's, you know, lights and stuff lights. that flicker. That'd be cool. Oh. There, there it is. There it is. Now, your AfterBuzz TV Yeah. Um, I'm very curious to see where this arc goes, because up until now, I didn't think that the Promised Land was in fact a place, and I thought that this was Missy 
tricking people, you know, when she sucked them out to wherever she wanted them to <laughs> well, go. Well, that doesn't mean it can't be, because yeah. if even if you set up a physical place for them to go, it can yeah. just be like a net where they get captured and then mm-hmm. put into... But then why are people trying to go there? <coughs> why are robots trying to go uh, there? Well, again, so, if it's the theme of what is good, what is bad, if you portray... And, and legends, yeah. if you tell people there's this great thing called the promised land, call it heaven... Called utopia... <laughs> yeah, and then it's something horrible. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna go there if they don't know any better. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm actually no. Now I'm actually kind of bummed out. If it turns out to be the exact same plot that the master had, which now I'm wondering if maybe yeah. it's yeah, not maybe the master, it yeah. or maybe it's not because it would be the exact same plot of season three. I actually yeah. just want to point out I got a lot of tweets since, and one of them did say, you know, what about the promised land being in the eps? What about Utopia when we first meet the master with the 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 Toclophane? Yeah, um, and then someone else wrote. Um, I'm just kind of randomly using this time to yeah. address these. Yeah. Uh, that was written by uh, M.K. Zavader. Uh, we have Sephora Ayub. Um, <laughs> uh, have you noticed Patrick uh, Troughton's cameo as Robin Hood in the databank? Yes. Yeah. Um, someone else wrote, uh, John Patterson wrote, Stephen and Jenna said that they wanted Jenna to use her more natural accent as the series progresses to make her more natural. Got it. So that answers that. And that's it. Okay. Um, I, I still like the master theory. Yeah, I do. It just it feels it rings the most true so far. Mm-hmm. It's just the name. Like when someone pointed out the other day, I think it was you said it was a fan of Miss, Missy, Missy mistress. mistress. Yeah, yeah. Well, then somebody called us out on like that's not proper English. Mistress is a totally different thing. Uh, kinda, uh, it kind of is, but yeah, it kind of yeah. isn't. Yeah. At the same time, people worship mistresses. Mistresses yeah. can be in charge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also... If, I, don't, I don't mean on a gender line. I mean the word mistress tends to apply to the, your, your side piece. But. No, but here's the thing, though. A mistress no. has way more power yeah. than the guy in that relationship yeah. because they have the power to expose him at any moment. They have nothing to lose. Also, <laughs> yeah. also, also, like in uh, yeah, I'm gonna go there and like a and and like a uh, dominatrix thing. You call them mistress. Yeah, it's just about to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, that's where my head goes. Yeah. Say, but that's mistress, me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mistress, I love that. Mistress, etc. And when you're serving, right. when you're serving someone, like when it's like upstairs, downstairs stuff, like they're always saying like yes, yes mistress. mistress, yeah. 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 Okay. I, I. Gollum says yes. Yeah, mistress. I was just about yeah. to say, I was like yeah. thinking Igor, but yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I was going yeah. for, but I don't quite. In light of your no. dominatrix yeah. point, I rescind my. Yeah. <laughs> I still think it's possible it could be the Ronnie. Yeah. Um, you know, still conducting a massive experiment. Uh, and it could be just to see if I program a bunch of robots to seek out the promised land, will they come? I'm also curious to see in other episodes if it's only these inorganic beings looking for yeah. the promised land. I want to see as mm-hmm. the episodes continue, are we going to run into other, you know, races or things looking for the promised land? And also, so excited about next week's episode, the preview for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, are we getting another creepy villain like added to the silence and and weeping angels? Yeah, I'm really excited for so it. So excited because it's like one of those dark, creepier episodes. Yeah, it Lo- looks lots cool. of hands I, grabbing ankles. Mm-hmm. I have one thing that we didn't talk about last week, but Please. I feel like it's very relevant. That w- it seems too um, too chancy to overlook. Chancy. The if the, the round things in the TARDIS mm-hmm. uh-huh. are identical to the eyes of the Dalek. Like antibodies, huh. identical, huh? 
Those hmm. round things that... And they, I know I've seen some stuff where they said that the, the design of the TARDIS <laughs> has, like, a Dalek inspiration, but mm-hmm. that's pretty heavy. Yeah. F- like, to just be ignored. It's I don't either know. Either that or we're going really deep into it, or the guy who was creating the set had so many extras. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does when you boil it down. It's just, like, rings of light. But, like, that's a big change on the round things. And for the second episode... To have To that. have something so similar... It and feels Matt, like it can't be an act. There's a lot of stuff in Doctor Who I feel like can't be accidents. It, yeah. might, it just might be a total. And Matt Smith, point, like his doctor, pointed out how much he didn't like the round things. Mm. Hmm. I thought and they both said they loved the round things. Yeah, Did yeah, yeah love the round things. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mix those. I don't know. I don't think that they are Dalek eyes inside. I'm of I'm not the, saying they're yeah. Dalek eyes. I don't know what to make yeah. of that. Okay. It's just like I feel like it needs to be. Okay, it's up. it's been mentioned. I do want to say. I, that there's a religious component to this promised land yeah. story that we're not addressing. And I feel like we keep getting visual cues to it. For example, when they were in the jail this week, we had this bright cross, cross of light yes. hitting the doctor specifically. We have the cross lasers. Yeah. I feel like we've got this religious thing that's going to keep cropping up. Very excited about next week's episode. From what I hear, it subtly but very significantly changes a big part of the Doctor Who canon. Interesting. Um, or what we know about the character. So I'm very, very curious about that. Well, I mean, if you think... if you're if you're putting a cross on him, re, uh, reincarnation, like a rebirth, yeah. it mm-hmm. more like more so than usual because right. he got a yeah. second set of lives yeah. than the Time Lords are supposed yeah. to and have. Yeah, and the Promised Land, it's like people are dying and going there. So yeah, yeah. All right, interesting. Um, Lizzie Maui, where can the people find you? Or Liz Rush Maui? <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Liz. Hi guys. Uh, I'm Liz Rishmaui, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lizzie Maui. That's L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. You can also catch me on Sunday nights on the Sword Art Online panel. Okay, and Zach Wilson. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Also here at AfterBuzz, we're doing Doctor Who Classics. This week we're doing uh, the Daleks, the first appearance of the Daleks mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Hartnell, uh, second story of, mm-hmm. the, of that show. Uh, got... Uh, Leftovers, we just wrapped, wrapped up, if you were enjoying that. Resurrection, Grim, uh, Z Nation, a ton of new shows coming up in the fall, so stay tuned for that. Very cool. And Jesse Klein. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JessKlein1, and uh, I don't know if I'm doing any other shows here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Soon. Okay, soon. 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 Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can find all my videos for SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd on YouTube. And we just want to stream you last night for the best news show on oh, YouTube. So if you like your news with a Keeping side of comedy, come check us out. I'm also here all over the place on AfterBuzz TV. We'll see you soon. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Those are the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.